0: Welcome to the Sweet Clarity Podcast, the place where we savor the area between where we are and where we're going. In other words, this podcast is dedicated to that sweet moment of clarity that we experience when we get lost in the present moment. My name is Grayson and I'm here to help you embrace the uncertainty of life by sharing my own story of evolution. So let's open up dive in and go find some Sweet Clarity. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Sweet Clarity podcast. This week's episode is all about my relationship with food. The reason why I feel called to share about this topic specifically this week is because I've been really dialing in my relationship with food. I feel like and we'll get into this in this episode, but like the evolution of food and the way that I relate to food and how I nourish my body is something that has transformed significantly throughout the years. And I feel in present day, I have a very good relationship with food. You know, dare I say the best it's ever been. So this episode today is really just here for me to share and connect with you. I don't want to be in the seat of a teacher in this episode. I'm not really here to educate you on what you should or shouldn't do and definitely what you should or shouldn't eat. That's not my place to say, but I think we can learn a lot about ourselves through listening to the stories of others and what they find. And so that's really just my intention with this episode. So let's get started. The first thing I'll share is a little bit of a timeline for you. When I was reflecting on my relationship with food, the earliest that I consciously made a decision about my diet and wanting to make a change was in 2014. I was a senior in high school, and I really don't remember the specifics of this project. All I remember was we were reading Walden by Henry David Thoreau, in English class, and we had to attempt some sort of challenge that was going to be a lifestyle change. This was going to be a two-week challenge. I don't even know what other students in my class did, but I remember I chose to be vegetarian for two weeks. And I was the only one in my class that did this. So I don't, like I said, I don't remember what other people did, but all I remember was my English teacher thought that I was like such a brave soul for like giving up meat and really committing to being a vegetarian for two weeks. He really, like my teacher, really thought that this was gold. That I was just being so brave by changing my diet for this long. Mind you, I did grow up in South Carolina and definitely back in the day in 2014, there were not many vegetarians and certainly not many vegans out there, at least in the town that I grew up. So this was a pretty unique decision. You know, thinking of this today in 2023, that is like, <laughs> no big deal at all. But that was the first memory I had with consciously making a choice that affected my diet. This was not in any way a healthy vegetarian diet. Like I really want to speak into this for a second because yes, I was claiming to be vegetarian and I was for two weeks and I possibly even more. I don't remember when I broke that, but I was eating like pizza and ice cream like every day. Like it was the easiest thing for me to do this. I was actually being less healthy by not eating meat because of the choices I was making. So it didn't come from a mindful place at all. And I remember just thinking about like, wow, how easy this is to be vegetarian because I can just eat pizza and ice cream every day. So I've come a long way from that, but that definitely sparks the beginning of my relationship with food, and just starting to become aware of the fact that I can cultivate a diet. The choices I make, if they're conscious or not, they can be intentional. So that was in 2014. And then fast forward a few years, I was studying abroad in Paris in 2017, and this was a very transformational experience for me. As a lot of times when we're studying abroad, especially in college, like this is a very formative experience. I knew I wanted to make a choice at this point in my life that was going to mark such a special time. And don't ask me why. I just decided right then and there I was going to become vegetarian because I wanted to remember this moment in my life changed my life. So it's actually a very funny story. I had that hit. It was like an intuitive hit, let's say. And I decided, okay, I'm not eating meat anymore. And I order the salad at dinner with my friends and it was a chicken Caesar salad. And it arrives with, of course, lovely grilled chicken all in the salad. And I was so hungry and I was like, okay, you know what? After this meal, I will start being a vegetarian. And so I ate my chicken and I was like, all right, well, I'm done. You know, like this stops now and this starts here. After that meal, I had been, yeah, I mean, still to this day, I haven't eaten meat. So it's been quite a while. But I'll never forget just sitting at that table (laughs) ordering the salad and not even realizing that chicken was going to be in it. And that was the last time I ate chicken. So that was back in 2017. And it really did start with just me wanting to remember that time in my life and how it was so life-changing. And I felt that inside. You know, I wanted to make that choice that would represent that. And then, of course, over time, throughout the years, it did develop with more and more significance. I think that everyone's diet is going to be completely unique to them, but it's been so long now since I've eaten meat that I really don't foresee that ever changing. I'm not going to hold myself to it because I don't really agree with putting myself in a box or anyone in a box for that matter especially when it comes to our diet and what we eat but I'm very grateful for that younger version of me that decided in that moment to give up meat and live a more conscious mindful lifestyle when it comes to eating After I made that choice to become vegetarian and stop eating meat, I would say that really sparked the beginning of a health journey for me and becoming more interested in wellness and just making those decisions to be intentional with what I was consuming. That really began at that time. So that was back in 2017. And then fast forward to 2020, I came out to Bali for the first time and attended a yoga teacher training. At this training, they fed us all vegan meals and had a taste of what this could look like for me moving forward. So I committed to maintaining the vegan diet after that. So from 2020 onwards, for three years, I was vegan. I never really counted any sort of macros or protein. I've never really done that before. So I will say that... Yes, I was vegan, but there was definitely lots of room for error, I would say, in my diet because I wasn't really keeping track of what I ate, making sure I got enough protein and I like balanced my plate. I wasn't really doing any of that. It was more just like making sure I didn't consume dairy or meat and kind of leaving it at that. And it really caught up to me, I would say, At the beginning of this year in 2023, I was inspired again to kind of embark on another health journey and become more healthy from the inside out. I was taking stock of my diet and really reflecting on what was working for me, what was not working for me. And at the time, I was eating basically a smoothie bowl for breakfast every single day. It felt like I wasn't getting enough protein. Like I would go through my days and just kind of feel hollow. That's the best way I can describe it. I was just really consuming way too much fruit and not enough protein. So I had an intuitive thought to incorporate eggs back into my diet. And something I've learned over the years is to follow my intuition no matter Where it's leading me. So, if I have an intuitive thought to change something about what I'm eating, then I'll follow that because I know it's in my best interest to listen to my body and feed my body what it's asking for. So, at the beginning of this year, I decided I'm going to start another health journey. I am here to dedicate myself to improving my health and my wellness. And this starts with cleaning up my diet. And getting back into the practice of eating to feel good afterwards. And after I eat eggs in the morning, I feel really good for the rest of the day. This diet change allowed me to release the label of vegan, and it helped me to not be super strict on myself. And I could see this in other areas of my life. I began to look at what other kind of labels I place on myself in my career and just how I view myself. And it was actually a very beautiful process to allow my intuition to lead in this way because I began to see life differently instead of through a really forced lens of doing something because I've always done it, you know, like eating vegan because I had for the past three years, it just became a little bit of an unconscious decision at that point. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to let this go. I'm going to eat eggs. And that's where I'm at now. So I would say I'm definitely more relaxed with my diet now. I don't like to call myself anything. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes I'll have dairy every now and then, sometimes I'll eat some shrimp even. And yeah, it's just really nice to be more relaxed with myself because I don't need to fit into a mold or into a box that defines me in any way. So if I ever find myself feeling, okay, wait a second, is this true for me? If it's not, then I'll take a look at it and see what's actually wanting to be expressed in that moment. In the present day, if I were to express and describe my relationship with food, it, as you can tell, has really evolved from way back in the day when I chose to be vegetarian because of a class project and just eating pizza and ice cream. Now I eat foods that optimize my hormones, and I'm really passionate about this. It's my number one thing I'm researching at the moment. So I'm also very intentional with the time frame of when I eat according to my hormones. So it's not just what I'm eating, but it's also when. And I've talked a little bit about this in a recent episode, my favorite ways that I sync with my cycle. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface with this, but I know it feels super good for me to learn about and to experiment with. And so if you're interested in this topic, you can listen to that episode as well and read the book Fast Like a Girl by Dr. Mindy Pels. This is an incredible resource that I've gotten so much out of. She really helps you to understand your hormones and how to fast in a safe way. I think there's a really common misconception out there that intermittent fasting is not safe or recommended for women. So there's a lot of doubt out there that says this isn't good, but that is a misinformed opinion. It doesn't take into consideration the hormone cycle of a woman. Most of the research out there for intermittent fasting is done on men surprise, surprise, and they have an entirely different hormonal system than we do as women. They run on a 24-hour clock, a circadian rhythm that regulates their hormones. So they are pretty much the same every single day. And as women, you know, we operate on a 28-day cycle, an infradian rhythm. It's in tune with the moon and our hormones fluctuate on a day-to-day basis So, knowing when to fast is such a tool. It's like my little secret weapon that I have that really helps optimize my health. So, reading that book was a great place for me to start. And now it's becoming second nature of knowing how long to fast and when in my cycle to do those fasts. A typical diet for me these days, like I mentioned, eggs are typically present during my breakfast. I will have like a smoothie or juice throughout the day at some point. And I love rice as well. I feel so grateful to live in Bali and to be surrounded by so much amazing rice. It's such a great staple in my diet. And I eat a lot of veggies as well, I'm trying to get a wide variety of vegetables in my diet throughout the week and also syncing that up with my menstrual cycle and really choosing the vegetables that will nourish me at any given day. In terms of caffeine, if you know me, you know I love matcha. And I will have that during my follicular and my ovulation window. I have been limiting my caffeine intake during my other phases of my cycle and been seeing great results with that. And in terms of coffee, I stopped drinking it basically when I moved out of New York. So this was back in 2020, right when the pandemic started was kind of when I stopped drinking coffee. I feel like it was more of an environmental thing. I didn't really need it anymore because my lifestyle was just drastically different. When I lived in New York, I would just slam espressos all the time to just keep me stimulated and keep me going because I was constantly doing something at all hours of the day. I was working a lot. I was going out a lot. And so I needed that to keep me going. But as soon as the pandemic started, my life just completely transformed as all of ours did. And I just didn't really see a need to go grab for those espressos. And um, there wasn't really anything I needed to keep me going in that sense. So I feel pretty happy that I don't rely on caffeine in the ways that I used to, and I'm certainly not addicted to it. There are days and weeks at a time that go by that I don't take any caffeine, and that makes me feel really good about myself, that my own energy levels can sustain me throughout any given day if I choose to do that. A couple things that helped me on my journey of healing my relationship with food, I mentioned a little while ago, but ditching the labels. Know vegan, gluten-free, whatever label is out there that you identify with or you feel like has power over you, yeah, that's something to take a look at because the second we can ditch any label, the second we become free and we become liberated because we make our own choices. If we give our power away to a label to make choices for us, then we inherently become disempowered. And I really firmly believe in empowerment and making my own choices and having that sovereignty within me. So if I want to have something that has dairy in it, I'll just do it because I can. And it's not because I am tied to a certain label that says I can't because I ultimately make the decisions here. It's my body, right? Another thing that helps me is eating foods that make me feel good afterwards. And that's the key word is afterwards, because a lot of times I can eat or in the past, you know, I've eaten with my eyes and we consume visually, like if something looks really good, I'm sure it tastes really good too, but a lot of the times it doesn't make us feel super good afterwards. And that after sensation is really the point of why we're eating. We're eating to get energy, essentially, we're eating for fuel. And if we're eating like crap, we're eating junk food and sugar and sweets and all kinds of things like that. It's not going to sustain us. It's not like a high quality fuel that we're putting into our body. You know, this body is a machine. It's a temple. It's a palace. So being more mindful about what goes inside, what kind of water are we drinking? being really mindful about these choices we're making. Another thing that helps me at least is to surround myself with people that also value their health and also their relationship with food. We're very influenced in life by what surrounds us, our environment, the people in our life. It's something to consider when you are on a health journey to reflect on who is influencing this health journey. So I'm just super grateful that I'm with a partner that is conscious and mindful and cares about his health and cares about what he puts into his body. And it's beneficial for me and him to be together and be striving towards growing together, both individually and together and With health being at the forefront. As I wrap up my reflections of my relationship with food in this episode, I think the overarching message I have for you today is really just that our body is the key and our body holds so much wisdom and so many answers that we can only access when we are healthy. And when there's a foundation that has been built from good habits and good intentions to nurture and nourish ourselves, and that really comes from us. So being more mindful with our food choices, with what we're cooking, you know, what oils are we using? That's a big one. I know that's like a super hot topic right now of really eliminating seed oils from your diet and It's like these little things that can really easily go under the radar and not be an issue for us until we have that desire to care more deeply for ourselves. And when we're inspired to partake in some sort of health journey and really transform our lifestyle so we can transform our life, It's a common practice to start taking a look at the food we eat, the daily habits we have, the ways we move our body, the ways we process emotion. Like all of this stuff is interconnected. All of this stuff is contributing to the way that we feel. A common shared goal that we have as humans is to improve our life and to feel better and to strive for that version of us that is our best, right? Our most healthy, our most holistic, our most well self. So my wish for you in this episode, if you've listened this far, is to just take a second today and reflect on your own personal relationship with food and This is maybe even something you can journal about and possibly create your own timeline of when you started to change your diet, what sparked that inspiration, and how much has changed and evolved from, you know, back in the day, years ago, when maybe you first decided to try something new or, you know, cut something out to where you've come to in this present moment with your diet and your relationship to food. And I think it's always important to remember wherever you are right now is exactly where you are meant to be. So if you're embarking on a health journey, if you're maybe tired, if you're frustrated, if you're not feeling like you're seeing or sensing progress, just know that it is okay and that this is just a glimpse of your life and it will continuously change. It might not feel like anything's changing, but trust me, it is changing so quickly and all we can do is just shower ourselves with love in that process one last thing before i wrap it up today please take a second to leave sweet clarity a rating and review if you have yet to do so it's such a simple act of love that is completely free and really helps to support sweet clarity's growth thank you for listening to this episode i appreciate you so much Have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll speak to you in the next episode.